You're listening to today's inspirational message on the Proverbs with Kurt Bjorklund. As we come to Proverbs 29, we are coming toward the end of the book of Proverbs. And this chapter speaks again about righteousness and wickedness and the rulers of those people. So I think it would be fair to say that there's a lot in this chapter about leadership, civil leadership, organizational leadership, family leadership, school leadership, whatever it is, institutional leadership where you find yourself leading. And so these are words about how to lead, how to be a follower. And here's where we see just this idea contrasted. Verse 2, when the righteous increase, the people rejoice. But when the wicked rule, the people groan. Toward the end of the chapter, it says this, many seek the face of a ruler, but it is from the Lord that a man gets justice. An unjust man is an abomination to the righteous, but one whose way is straight is an abomination to the wicked. And the first just idea to recognize is that there really is an antithesis between righteous leadership and unrighteous leadership. And the two see the other as a complete abomination or as wrong. So here are some of the things that we see about what makes good leadership. And I'm just going to say that the first thing is really understanding and seeing the law of the Lord as being uh, essential, truth as being essential. Verse 12 says, when the righteous triumph, uh, verse 12, that's verse, chapter 28, a ruler, if a ruler listens to falsehood, all his officials will be wicked. Verse 18 says, where there is no prophetic vision, the people cast off restraint. But blessed is the one who keeps the law. Now, the word prophetic vision there, the phrase prophetic vision, really um, pushes the idea, not so much of some kind of ecstatic utterance in terms of a prophecy, but the word prophetic is, is included because it is the idea that where we take God's word as our guide, then people move forward. Verse 6, evildoers are snared by their own sin, but the righteous shout for joy. Um, evildoers are basically snared by the things that they do. And so even though sin may bring a season of prosperity and righteousness may bring a season of difficulty, in eternity, God will bring about his end and that will bring about a sense of reward for those who have trusted God. Now, there's also something in here uh, to understand in terms of truth um, about the way that we hear or respond to things. Uh, Verse 1 says, Whoever remains stiff-necked after many rebukes will suddenly be destroyed without remedy. Um, To be stiff-necked as an animal in that culture Um, it would be one who wouldn't bend at the direction of the person controlling the animal. And that animal would become useless and ultimately dangerous for the person trying to use that animal to plow or to do something. And so this metaphor, when it's applied to those who are wise in their own eyes and resist God's word, is basically saying there's little or no hope when that is true. So here's the the, the real takeaway today, and that is if you're in leadership, 
Are you willing to look for the idea that there is absolute truth and that you can stand with it and pursue it? Or are you somebody who is always looking for something to be somewhat relative? And by making it relative, making it something that is not, um, not helpful to the people that you lead. And when you understand that, then you understand the difference between leadership and, um, and what is not uh, leadership. Um, so here's something uh, Richard Van Leeuwen says in his commentary uh, about this. He says, there's a fanaticism when one position or group believes that it's absolutely right. Nothing is ambiguous and divergent views should be destroyed. Because in verse 27 of Proverbs 29, says, The righteous detest the dishonest, and the wicked detest the upright. Same basic thing, just the NIV version. And these two seemingly opposite remarks talk about our society, where some people believe that there's no such thing as absolute truth, and on the other side, there's a fanaticism to to this idea. And, And although these two are different... This idea of relativism actually ends up feeding this radical ideal theology in our society. Because if there's no objective standard, no higher standard, then whatever I feel most deeply is absolutely right becomes absolute truth. And we end up practicing intolerance toward those who don't agree with us. So good leadership will have a higher form, higher belief in what leads us to truth. Thanks for joining us here today. There's a lot of great content to explore on Orchard Hill Plus and on the Orchard Hill main feed from the weekend. Have a great day.